0: Hi, this is FBL Focal from YouTube. You may not be aware, but I now convert all my videos into podcasts. You can find all the podcast links at linktree.com/fblfocal. That's linktree.com/fblfocal. Welcome back for another video. I've made several changes to my team so in this one we'll discuss my latest draft, the reasoning behind the new team and some preseason observations. I highly recommend my video for Monday on the preseason form players, all teams were covered and also touched on tactics, results and some potential bargains. That video will be on screen at the end if you missed it. If you would like to support the channel by becoming a member or a patron, the links are in the description too, or use the join button. There's some great perks including early access to all my videos, a private channel of Discord, and a badge by your username in the comments and streams. Let's jump into the draft and my new goalkeeper is Edison, replacing Mendy. City are top of the fixture ticker in my opinion for the opening 8 game week, so it feels like an easy set and forget pick for a reliable stream of points. I like the idea of a wild card after game week 8 during the international break if the team needs it. This season is split in half by the World Cup where we all get unlimited transfers between game week 16 and game week 17, so I like the idea of splitting the season into quarters which a game week 8 wildcard would align nicely with. Another major change in defence, Robertson joins Trent for a Liverpool double up. Trent's a season keeper so he'll be in every draft, his underlying numbers are the best in the league among defenders in terms of chances created, crosses, expected goal involvement etc. They got his price totally wrong in my opinion and he should be in every draft. Salah won't leave any draft barring injury so it's a decision between Robertson and Diaz for the third Liverpool spot. Diaz is the popular pick with 3 times the ownership of Robertson, but I feel there is a real case you can make for Robertson. Last season he scored 6.4 points per match, Diaz 4.9 points per match, so in other words 1.5 points less per game played. And of course Diaz sets you back 1 mil more. Robertson comfortably outscored Trent in the 2nd half of last season, so I wonder if Diaz's arrival had any impact as he loves to cut in and drag defenders with him, freeing up space for Robertson. It's a close one and Jota is currently injured, so if that's still the case come gimmick one I may be tempted to change my mind back. Love to know what you guys think of this one, let me know in the comments. Ruben Diaz another new arrival to the team. The double up looks well worth it with the fixtures in mind. Last season, City were top in the league for expected goals conceded, so there should be plenty of clean sheets in the opening six or so game weeks. West Ham Gimmick 1 looks the hardest game in that run, so I'm looking longer term with the double up. Laporte has not been deemed fit to take part in the City training camp. He, Gundawan, Foden, and Stones all didn't fly to Texas for pre season. With Stones uninvolved too, Diaz is currently the more logical pick. Meanwhile, as mentioned, Laporte didn't travel, and Ake is a very capable backup competing for the same spot. James picked up an assist in preseason a few games ago and he looks lively between him and Chilwell so far. He's another name likely to remain in my team come GW1. His minutes will look much better than they did at the end of last season, which makes him one of the best value picks in the game for me. 5 goals, 9 assists and 7 clean sheets last season at a rate of a return every 88 minutes. I'm going to skip over Salah, you all know how much I rate him and he should be in every Game week one draft in my opinion. He actually scored in Liverpool's last preseason game assisted by Trent. Rashford also scored in a recent preseason game and he has been impressive. He's got one goal and one assist in pre season and six and a half mils a bargain for the potential he's buying into. Liverpool's the only fixture in those opening five that he's benchable in, and we've got a bench player to cover that game week. Rashford has survived since the latest draft video right after the game launched. I mentioned in that video that in the two seasons before last he scored 174 and 177 points. If he finishes on even 80% of that, in my eyes he's decent value. I've been making tons of more FPL content for the entire 22-23 season, so hit subscribe for more to come. Martinelli has 2 assists in pre-season, as Smith Rowe missed the last friendly with injury, so I've warmed up to Martinelli. I do feel that this will be a big season for the Brazilian, and with their opening fixtures he's a great pick. FPL review has him top among all mids and forwards priced 65 mil or less, and of course in this case he's actually back only 6 mil, 2 mil less than Saka. Neto completes the midfield. I had a draft of 4 0s over Neto, as I feel he's an equally good option for 5.5mm. The downside is 4 0s faces City in gaming one which means starting Tomiyasu. Not the end of the world but I feel this combination has slightly more potential for points. There is one major issue with Neto that I think many managers are overlooking which I'll talk about more later. Gabriel Jesus remains in the latest draft. He had 44% ownership last video, which was shot up to 58.7%. If you caught Monday's preseason update video, we discussed how much he has impressed in pre-season. 2 goals in 30 minutes in his debut, and another goal versus Everton in a 2-0 win to make it 3 goals in 2 games. I would say that the disparity between his and Saka's ownership is too much. Saka's at 16% ownership, less than a third of Jesus. It partly boils down to the lack of forwards, but also it's a perfect storm of an exciting new signing and impressive in pre season. Saka was also on the score sheet in Arsenal's last game. Haaland completes the start in 11, who remains the most owned player in the game. It's very tempting to consider Kane, who has the better gimmick on fixture and he's nailed for 90 minutes every game. Again, there's a massive disparity between Kane and Haaland's ownership, but in terms of points potential, they're about the same in my books for the opening five or so game weeks. That said I'm not sold on the idea of starting McCain and shifting to Haaland in gaming 2 a booked in transfer could backfire if there's other issues in the team. On the bench is Hennessy, Tomiasu, Pereira and Plange. There's no formal starting keepers currently so a bunch of backup keepers you can pick from. Tomiasu missed Arsenal's last preseason match with a minor injury so this is something I'm keeping an eye on. Saliba has impressed in centre back as well so I prefer Assey to white but there is some uncertainty in Arsenal's back four. With the expected arrival of Zinchenko, we could also see him at starting in the left back come GW1, with Tierney another one currently carrying an injury, picked up in a recent friendly. Pereira played just behind Mitrovic in Fulham's last pre-season game, albeit a 5-1 loss against Benfica. However, he took the corner which assisted Mitrovic. He looks a real gem among the 45 mil mids, and possibly even one you could start in GW3. Blanche is unlikely to get any minutes, but he scored a hat-trick in a recent pre-season friendly for Palace, so we've chucked him in. One weakness with this team is game Week 3 Rashford faces Liverpool and Neto faces Spurs. Tomi can rotate in for one of them for the Bournemouth game, but it potentially means starting Pereira too, as I'm not confident neither either Rashford or Neto getting anything that week. Likewise, many managers have got players like Trippier and Bruno Guimaraes who face Man City in game Week 3 It's important to plan rotations in advance or you could land in game Week 3 with 3 or 4 players with a bad fixture. However, it's a very strong team, well rounded with a big core. If you look at the start in 11, Edison Trent, Robertson Diaz, James Salah, Jesus and Harlan could all be staple players. Therefore, Rashford, Martinelli, and Neto are the three potential areas that could be shuffled in the opening weeks. No Perisic currently. He's not featured in any pre season games with an injury or trained yet. He could still make his way into my game. 1 team if he's expected to start the Southampton game. Thanks for watching today's video and all the support in pre-season so far. If you've found this one useful, please hit subscribe. I will be making FPL content all season, so there's lots more to come. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.